quite often we talk about prioritizing your side project stuff, but prioritizing things outside of that is important as well. You don't want to end up being like a hermit, you know, that is constantly sitting at your desk just like a machine, you know, and then you you then sort of start to lose touch with the outside world. And I think that the things that you learn in the outside world play a really important role in the things that you do in your side projects, right? Like it's it's life experience. You get new perspectives on things. So don't discount the fact that like going out and having life experiences can really have a positive influence on what you do in your side projects as well. Welcome to Design Life, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Charlie. And I'm Femke. And welcome to episode 12. Can't believe we've made it this far. I know, that's crazy. Yeah, we started back late November, so it's been a good two months now. Yeah. Super cool. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about work-life balance. And I think this is going to be a really interesting discussion. We've had a few tweets coming in and a few emails as well of some of our listeners asking for our advice on work-life balance. Charlie and I obviously have a lot of side projects and we also work full-time jobs. So balancing that with fun time and our boyfriends is going to make for an interesting discussion, I think. I think so too. So should we just start by defining what work-life balance actually means to both of us? Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. For us, it's a little bit different because it's sort of a work-life side project balance, if you know what I mean, rather than just work-life. Because Mm -hmm. I personally, I don't know about you, Femme, but I split my work into two separate boxes. You know, my day job is my day job and that's what I think about there. And then my side projects are... And a different kind of work that you know I do off my own back so they both work but they're both different yeah it's the same for me I, you know when people ask me what are you doing at 6am when they're surprised that I get up so early my response is I work and you know often people jump to the conclusion that that's my day job you know and then that's not their fault so I sort of have to explain that oh no it's my side project stuff but yeah I'm the same like I classify side projects as work but then obviously there's my day job as well which is like a different bubble of work so yeah I think for us it's definitely work side project and then life balance. And how would you describe having a good balance between those all? I think for me having a good balance between those things is being able to do everything that I feel I should with them and not feel overwhelmed and not feel stressed about it. But obviously that's really difficult to achieve. Yeah, I think it's hard to avoid stress. I I think if you work as hard or as, as well as you and I do, Stress is sort of inevitable because you're going to have times where you're going to stress out because things are due and that's just the way that life goes. So I think it's important to recognize when you are feeling stressed and then counter that by having some lifetime, if you know what I mean, like having some time off and and doing something else just to de-stress a little bit. Yeah, I think maybe what I mean by like avoiding stress between those things is I mean 
not stressing about the balance, you know, like having a good balance means that it's everything sort of just flows and it just sort of happens having the balance and you're not stressing that you have to spend more time at your day job or stressing that you need to, you know, put some time aside to spend with your boyfriend. It should just be a thing that you plan and, you know, it just happens. Yeah, that that's hard, especially what you just said at the end there about planning, because I am quite a planner and I do want to plan my free time. Like if Owen, my boyfriend, and I are going to, you know, have quality time together, I do kind of prefer to plan that ahead. And I don't mean plan that as in like put time in the calendar or anything, but I do mean plan that as in, you know, maybe catch up in the morning and discuss what we're going to do in the evening or maybe the day ahead or you know, so I can sort of plan how my work is going to fit into that. I totally know what you mean. I think it's people who have side projects, you know, we are used to planning. We sort of have to plan to be able to get everything done. And for me, planning my free time means knowing what time I have to set aside. And, you know, basically I'm going to be working every hour that I don't have my free time planned it as nerdy as that sounds. <laughs> but I'm sure you can relate, Fem. Yeah, totally. So we asked out on Twitter what work-life balance meant to our Twitter followers because it does mean something different to everyone I think Uh, and we got some really good responses. Jolene said that put generally having a good work-life balance is when you are successfully working towards your goals in work and life without sacrificing self-care and I think that's really important and I think that's something we haven't talked about is that you know taking care of yourself is really important and that for me that mostly comes from putting time into the life side of things but It is important to make sure that you're not, you know, spending time with friends just because they want to. You're spending time with friends because it's going to be helpful for you as well and you can de-stress with them and making sure that, you know, putting time into that life side is, you know, really beneficial and relaxing for you and good for your health. How would you classify self-care? Like what does self-care look like for you? Um, For me, self-care is doing things that help me de-stress I suppose and making sure I'm setting aside time like to cook a nice meal for dinner you know and get some good food into my body should be exercise but I have not been prioritizing that lately (laughs) but that would definitely come into that category. So how do you identify when maybe you've worked a little bit too much this week and you should be giving yourself a bit more self-care time. Like how do you identify when, oh, the balance is quite, isn't quite right at the moment and maybe I need to step back and just chill out for a little bit? What does that moment look like for you? I think it's a really tough one to identify, to be honest. I feel like I live in a constant state of, you know, being busy. So it is hard to, like, stop and think, hang on, I'm really exhausted and if I keep going like this, it's not going to turn out well for me. But usually it happens for me in the mornings when I wake up to do my, you know, daily side project time because both Fem and I wake up early and do work. We actually do have an episode coming up about that in the very near future. So when I wake up and I realise that I just feel utterly exhausted and, you know, perhaps then I realise that maybe tonight I'm going to take it easy and watch a movie or something instead of doing more work. Yeah, that's that's awesome that you can self-identify it because that's something that I don't always have or that I'm not always able to do. Sometimes it's actually Owen who realizes that I'm really stressed out, not myself. And so, yeah, I think for me, 
I just need to get better at sort of realizing when I'm hitting my limits because I'm such a like I'm always pushing myself more and more and sometimes I can push myself too far but without realizing before it's too late you know like I'm way over the edge not just a little bit yeah I think I need to get better at that too because by the time I realize that I'm exhausted you know it's almost like the damage is done and that's when I get Mm. sick or you know that's really frustrating because that takes time out of doing everything so yeah definitely got to get better at recognizing that early on Melissa, who was actually my cousin, so hi Melissa if you're listening, said that she thinks that you need to make sure you know and value your priorities and if you know them it's easier to maintain balance and I think that's a really great way of putting it. What would you say your priorities are, Femme? Have you Is this something you've thought about when thinking about work-life balance? Yeah, I think my priorities, I mean I have different priorities for each, right? Like I have yeah. priorities for life, I have priorities for work, priorities for side projects, etc. And I think it's really important for me to communicate those with Owen as well, so he's kind of on the same page. In general, I think like work-life balance is really important in regards to like your partner and who you spend a lot of time with, hence why I keep bringing Owen into it into this, and I'm sure you'll bring Mark in later too. But my priorities kind of have changed a bit since I actually moved countries. Like it's opened my eyes a bit more and I really want to make the most of the time that I do have here because I don't know if I'm always going to be in Europe and especially being in Amsterdam, which is such a like central hub to Europe, it's so cheap and easy to travel. And so one of my priorities for life at the moment is just to see more and do more and be outside and enjoy the nature and enjoy where I'm living in this part of the world. So that's kind of my like life priority that is a good reminder when I'm getting stressed out too much. Oh, maybe I should just hop on my bike and let's just go for a bike ride north out of Amsterdam or something and, and see a little bit more of, of the countryside. I definitely think it's the same has happened for me since moving to London. I just want to make sure that I'm making the most of being here and doing everything that London has to offer. So I have been putting a lot more time into doing things like going to gigs or going out to meals with my friends or, you know, events like the YouTube space here in London holds happy hours. So I'll go to them once a month and, you know, setting aside time for those and making them important. Yeah, I mean, it goes without saying what Melissa said, you know, if you know what your priorities are, then it's easier to maintain a balance. And that's that's definitely true, because then you can know when you're going a little bit too far in one thing or when you're not giving enough time to something that's a priority of yours. Definitely. And I think, too, that saying that life stuff is a priority, like just within myself has helped me like not feel guilty about spending time going to shows and things because I've decided it's a priority and that's how I'm spending my time. So I don't feel one single bit of guilt that I'm not, you know, at home editing a video because there's always something you can do with side projects. There's always something more to do. You never reach the end of them really, I feel. Yeah, totally. So I don't know. I think it's like a mental shift that you have to make to realize that doing those life things that you really want to do and that you've deemed, you know, worth doing is is fine. You can do that if you it's just that mental shift to let yourself know that you're allowed to, you know? Do you ever feel bad when you're spending your time on something that's not a priority? Yeah. And it's I don't often do that. I've become recently I actually wrote a blog post about this that'll link in the show notes. And I think we talked about this in our episode on time as well, which was episode nine. So you can find that by going designlife.fm slash episode nine. 
that recently I've been spending my time more consciously. So I've been making like purposeful decisions about how to spend my time. And that means that I'm often not doing things that I don't deem are a priority. You know, sometimes there's things like the tube gets stuck and I have to spend half an hour sitting on there, but then I'll try and fill it with like writing a blog post or something or telling myself that, okay, this is some chill time and you can just listen to a podcast for half an hour. So having that mental shift and has really helped me not feel guilty about the way I spend my time because I just sort of go with it. And if I decide it's a priority, then it's a priority, even if, you know, that can change daily. Does that make sense at all? Yeah, yeah, it does. And I need to learn from this. <laughs> I quite often feel guilty when watching television. Yeah. And for some people that might just sound really strange. But for me, every hour that I spend watching television is an hour taken away from being productive on a side project. And I know that some people watch a lot of television and I don't. I probably watch one hour tops a day if that is not every day. But when I am watching it, I often feel guilty and I'm trying to get better at not feeling guilty about it because it usually is at the end of the day and I think I need to let myself relax and wind down and, I, and I've already done a lot of work that day anyway so that's something that I'm trying to get better at is just letting myself wind down at the end of the day whether that's you know watching television or reading a book which I often don't do either just trying to find that winding down time. Yeah I think that's really important like a thing you have to overcome so that you don't get overwhelmed and exhausted because you know chill time is important as well and it can also be a really good time to you know spend with your partner as well because I'm sure you watch those tv shows with Owen as well mm -hmm. yeah I think it's just a mental shift that you have to to make to not make yourself feel guilty all the time I, I definitely still have moments when you know I do feel guilty in fact actually just yesterday I had planned a lot of things to do but I just wasn't feeling great yeah you know and you have those days Instead, I think I watched two movies that day and they were both really long movies. So there was a lot of time out of side projects. But And I was annoyed about it, you know, at the end of the day. I was like, oh, I've got hardly anything done. But then I woke up this morning and I was like, actually, I'm really glad that I, you know, relaxed a little bit yesterday and I feel a bit more renewed to focus on things today. I just want to bring in Ben's tweet because I think it's really interesting. So he says, I feel like my life is balanced at the moment, overlapping the day job with the passion. Then I combine the passion with friends. And then he goes on to say his example of, I'm building my photography portfolio and I've been asking my friends to model for me. So I think that's quite cool in, in how he sort of is combining his friends with his side projects or his passion. Yeah, that's definitely an awesome way of doing it. And I didn't really think about it until I saw this tweet from him, but that's kind of what I do too. I have a lot of friends who also have YouTube channels. That's like how I've met them is through YouTube. So often we'll get together and film a video and it's a good excuse to, you know, come over and then you've got some chatting time when you're setting up and often I'll invite them to stay for dinner afterwards or something as well. So it's like a nice time to hang out, but also get something productive done, which obviously for people like us who love side projects and love getting things done is like the ideal situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a brutal way to put it, but you're right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Most of the side project stuff that I do is quite individual or it's just Owen and I. So 
I haven't quite gotten that opportunity to collaborate with friends in a side project way, except for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Except for this podcast. Like, obviously, this is a side project and we're both, you know, really close friends. So I guess this podcast is an example of that. But outside of this podcast, I haven't really collaborated with any other designers. And that is something on my to-do list that I would really like to do. But yeah, I just haven't had the time to do it yet. Now that we've sort of defined what a work-life balance means to us, we might have already answered this, but do you feel like you have a good work-life balance, Femme? I feel like I do, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. (laughs) And what I mean by that is I think everybody has a different level of a healthy work-life balance. And so what I think is healthy for me could be completely different for somebody else. So I might feel like, you know, I'm doing fine, uh, but it might look completely different from the outside. Like maybe actually I am going too far and I just haven't realised it, if that kind of makes sense. Or maybe I yeah, totally I th- contradicted myself. No, I think it does make sense. And But I, what I think is important, though, is how you feel about it. So if you feel you're doing fine, then I think that's what matters, you know? Mm. You you might come to those stages where you do feel overwhelmed every now and then and that's when you know your balance has shifted and you can correct it. Like I don't think that getting into a state of having a good work-life balance is a permanent thing. I think it's something that you tackle day by day trying to get right and it always swings from one way to the other. Yeah, totally. And since moving here, I, I do get the occasional text from my mum of her being a little bit worried that I'm overworking and doing too Aww. much and stuff, which is very sweet. But I think also most of the stuff that I put out or that I make public like on Facebook or Twitter or whatever is my side project stuff. And so it looks like I'm constantly doing stuff. And in a way, I am because my side projects are in a way they're infinite. Whereas my mum just sees me constantly putting out work. I also am taking like life and playtime, but I'm not necessarily publishing that, you know, so I might go out for the weekend on my bike or something, but I'm not like always tweeting about it. So it it looks like I'm constantly putting stuff out. And this is also to do a little bit with the positioning in which we talked about in the previous episode, episode 11, where I want to position myself as a designer and like a doer of side projects. So that is a lot of what I put out. But I am also taking playtime and just not always talking about it. Yeah, that actually just brought up something for me. I sometimes feel guilty when people think that I do work all the time constantly. And that is a weird thing to say, I think. So I feel like I should explain it a bit. I feel like I don't want people to get the impression that I'm better than I actually am. And, you know, if people think that I'm just constantly working on side projects, I never take a break. And then maybe they'll feel guilty that they aren't doing the same thing. I don't know. I just don't want to promote that you should work constantly without taking breaks. Does that make any sense at all? Oh, yeah, yeah. And and I don't want to promote that either. I think it's super important to take breaks. The hard part is just realising when it's time to take a yes, break. definitely. Which can be hard if you have priorities or deadlines of like things that need to be done. Like, you know, I only got back recently from my month long away and I'm still a bit jet lagged. But, you know, I knew that I had to get up early this morning to both edit and record this podcast so knowing that sometimes you just got to push through is is hard but I know that I'll probably take some time off later today just to chill out a little bit more and catch up on sleep yeah definitely I think that comes down to the balance too is just 
you know, sometimes your schedule will have to be shifted around. So you have to make mm-hmm. sure that you account for that. And just because you've worked, you know, really hard on your Sunday morning, you shouldn't, you should take some time off, you know, later on yeah. to account for that. So do you have any struggles with maintaining a work-life balance? Like, do you find it difficult or easy or, you know, how, how does it work for you? I do find it difficult, but I have been like, it's been getting better over the past year or so, I think. For me, what I struggle with most, I think, is the unexpected things that happen, like, outside of my plan. Like, if everything always happened 100% according to plan, then I would have the most perfect work-life balance ever. And I'm sure that that's the same for you too, probably. (laughs) But, you know, that just doesn't happen and, you know, things come up. Uh, For example, on Friday night, some of my workmates were having, like, a birthday drinks thing and I feel like I haven't been, like, you know, socialising with my workmates enough lately. So I decided that I needed to put some time into that. But that has obviously pushed out the work that I was planning on doing, you know, to another point. And, you know, it was my decision to, you know, make that change, but it just means shifting everything around and making snap decisions or, you know, when things happen out of your control, like, you know, someone being late for something, which means that you take half an hour longer, you know, stupid doctor's appointments and things that mm. eat into your time. You know, the, those are all things that you have to to deal with and that's what definitely affects my work-life balance, those unexpected things. Yeah, I so for me, I try and get a little bit of life balance or like playtime in each day and so I generally work you know from quite early to the evening and that's like the majority of my day and then I give myself a little break which is usually by cooking so I usually cook dinner most days and for some people while that may seem like a chore for me it's something that I really enjoy and it's sort of like my winding down time I'm away from all the all of the screens and it's just like me in the kitchen being super domestic uh, and it, it's nice for me because it's it's a way for me to relax and my mind to just kind of chill out a little bit more and do something completely different like use my hands and actually create something which is a nice way to, for me to wind down after a long day of work. Yeah I kind of in a weird way I like my commute even though that is probably the biggest time sucker of my day because I spend an hour getting to work and then an hour getting back but it is kind of nice to just have time when you know I can just listen to a podcast for an hour if I choose and you know it's it's almost like the the downtime is forced upon me. Yeah like it's like non-guilty downtime right because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. Yeah I've got to get home so. (laughs) Yeah but, but it sounds like you try and make it productive anyway by listening to a podcast or writing like your blog posts or something yeah I'll generally do like you know because I have two commutes in the day you know there and back so I might write for one and then just listen to a podcast for another depending on how I'm feeling that day I might do in the morning or the evening but yeah I do try and make it useful but if I want to then I will just you know listen to stuff instead (laughs) so Hannah sent in a interesting tweet which kind of sparked the making of this episode and she asked how do you balance your life with your partners do you find things that you can do together, which is like a side project? So I'm interested to hear from you, Charlie, how you balance with Mark, considering you guys were actually long distance for quite a while and only recently started living together. Has that changed anything in how you do your side projects? Yeah, I think actually Mark moving in with me has helped me with my work-life balance, like like heaps <laughs> that was not a very eloquent way of putting it but before he moved in with me I would just work constantly because you know why not 
and but now that he's living here as well then I've got someone to watch a tv show with each night and you know someone to think about other than myself you know and think about the weekend it doesn't have to all be only work like it'll be the first priority of the weekend is what are we doing this weekend okay cool I will do my work around that so it's really helped me bring more of the life into the work-life balance we don't work in any projects together though yeah that's just not a thing that's happened yet but I know that you and Owen do which I don't know do you find that is a good thing for your you know relationship and your work-life balance to work on things together yeah it definitely does blur the lines sometimes though because we'll be working together but also spending time with each other so it's like is this work is this play like Mm. and that's where sometimes we have to be careful because our weekends can easily turn into like working the whole time together yeah which is productive and you know the work that we have to do is obviously a priority otherwise we wouldn't do it but you know we also have to remember that if we do that we're sacrificing relationship time sort of thing and so that can definitely be difficult in like defining and just making sure that the lines don't get blurred too much because you know we can start pulling each other's hair out (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a good point and I I don't know I feel like because this is sort of goes along with what Ben was talking about in his tweet about bringing his friends into a side project it is a good good way to work with someone that that you like on on a project together which is cool yeah, so we, we try to set rules and set boundaries and, and we do give each of us an opportunity to voice, you know, what is a priority for us and like, okay, so we're going to work for this long or we need to stop at this time or, you know, we'll we'll work until we get this thing done. And so kind of setting a limit so that we don't just like end up in this entire weekend of working together. Yeah, communication is just like, you know, it's the cheesy saying, communication is key, but it so is. It it just really is. I'll always tell Mark, you know, what I'm planning on doing, or he'll be like, what are you doing tonight? Because I've got a movie for us to watch. So then I can be like, okay, yep, let's watch the movie instead of, you know, me spending an hour on my newsletter, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm very lucky in that Owen is very supportive of the projects that I do and and vice versa. I also support what he does. So he also has his own side projects. He runs a weekly tech newsletter, which is called Charged. And so that goes out every Sunday, which means that he usually writes it on a Saturday, which is weekend time. But he's been doing that for almost two years now. And that's just something that he has to do in the weekends. And it's basically non-negotiable. And I'm fine with that because I try to be as supportive as I can. And so he tries to do the same with like the apartment newsletter, for example, that has to go out at a certain time. So that's a priority. Like, sorry, we can't go out for dinner that night because we have to do that newsletter and vice versa for his newsletter. So I think it's it's important to be supportive and meet in the middle and, you know, sort of see eye to eye on that kind of stuff too. Yeah, definitely. Because like Mark knows that every Saturday is when a video goes out for me. So yeah. if I'm saying, you know, I need to edit this morning, then, you know, you won't push me to do anything yeah, else. Then you need to edit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a priority. <laughs> I think I can speak for the both of us that we're quite lucky that we have very supportive boyfriends. <laughs> Definitely. And I think that's so important if you want to, you know, be doing side projects is that you have to have people around you who support what you do because mm-hmm. you don't want people around you who make you feel like you are, you know, a bit crazy for spending all this time outside of work on doing more work. Yeah. Because it isn't like, you know, most people don't do that. The majority of people in this world don't spend time working outside of work hours, yeah. but we do. <laughs> and that's why I think you were saying that the work-life balance is a bit different for us than it is for other people. 
So in response to our tweet asking, you know, what our Twitter followers' biggest struggle with maintaining a work-life balance is, Naomi said that she wants to be creating outside of work but struggles with balancing that out with regular everyday tasks. Dedicating too much time to her projects in her free time leaves her feeling overwhelmed with cleaning and cooking, etc., I know that you've mentioned that cooking is more like a downtime thing for you, but what about the other stuff? Do you find that, you know, having to fit in those, you know, like life admin things really affects your balance? Yeah, so it really depends on what my priority is at the time. So if I have to get something out, then like cleaning the lounge is just going to have to wait. And I'm okay with that because I know that my priority is in the side project and getting this thing out. But if there's like some kind of deadline on cleaning the lounge, like, I don't know, maybe we've got guests coming over or something, then that's when like Owen is super supportive and, and he'll say, look, you do the thing you have to do. I'll clean the lounge. It's fine. But if you're just on your own, then yeah, I can kind of see how that could get really difficult and you could like easily get stressed out quite quickly. Yeah, I think now that I'm thinking about it, the life admin things are probably the biggest like hindrance to my work-life balance. Things like, you know, I have to go to the post office, I have to go to the bank, mm. I have to call the doctor. Like those sorts of things are really frustrating because they're unavoidable and you have to do them because, you know, it needs to be your ID picking things up or whatever. Yeah, I try to see those as like downtime and I think also for me because I do work from home having to like go to the post office or something I kind of see that as oh well you know then I get to go outside <laughs> which probably sounds really <laughs> sad but you know for me that's like oh I can go and get some fresh air and that's quite nice and then I can come back and feel refreshed to work again so I kind of try to see it as like a benefit like it's forcing me to go and like take a breather. <laughs> Yeah, I think I just need to shift my, you know, attitude towards them as well. Living in London, everything is really far away always. So to go and do like, you know, little errands and things sometimes takes a long time. But Yeah, I guess here in Amsterdam, everything is like five minutes away. <laughs> yeah, so cool. So I don't know if I've got any advice for dealing with those life admin things apart from yeah, I think that both me and Naomi should follow what you said, Fem, about shifting our mindset towards them and treating them more as some time off away from the screen I suppose yeah I think and it's also about planning right like if you need to clean the house in the weekend but also have side project stuff if you try and plan ahead then maybe you can get your side project stuff finished before the weekend and so you don't have to stress out during the weekend you know I think there's a bit of planning involved in there as well yeah that's a really good point so have you got any advice for maintaining a good work-life balance but while still getting a lot done because obviously to get a perfect work-life balance, you could easily just stop doing side projects and then you'd have hours and hours of free time. But, you know, that's not what we're about here. So what's some advice for doing it all, I suppose? I think like what I basically just touched on is it really comes down to planning and prioritizing. And I think also setting aside time for yourself. And I don't just mean planning and prioritizing your side project and your work stuff, but also your personal things that you want to do so maybe you want to go on a vacation later this year you know that's something that you're obviously going to need to plan and prioritize and you're going to need to work your side projects around there as well to make sure that you know they they keep on living and breathing and so I really I really do feel strongly about it all comes down to like planning prioritization and definitely communication if you are like living with someone that's really close to you I would agree. And I think too that 
what you mentioned about going on a vacation, for example, sometimes your work-life balance, you have to think of it on like on a whole rather than day by day. Sometimes if I know that I'm going away at the weekend, for example, like I went down to the seaside to Eastbourne for a, a album release show a few weekends ago. And because I knew I was going to be doing that, I did a lot of editing and, you know, writing in the week and spent more time on that than I normally would. So I didn't have like evenings off and things because I knew that I was going to be away for the weekend. And I still think that's a good work-life balance, even though I ended up working more on those other days because it meant that I could then have the whole weekend off. Yeah, I think it's also important like as we touched on earlier, to prioritize life things, right? Like quite often we talk about prioritizing your side project stuff, but prioritizing things outside of that is important as well. You don't want to end up being like a hermit, you know, that is constantly sitting at your desk just like a machine, you know, and then you you then sort of start to lose touch with the outside world. And I think that the things that you learn in the outside world – play a really important role in the things that you do in your side projects, right? Like it's it's life experience. You get new perspectives on things. So don't discount the fact that like going out and having life experiences can really have a positive influence on what you do in your side projects as well. Does that make sense? That definitely makes sense. And I think it's super important. And it can be hard to realize that sometimes like like I was saying before I don't want it to come across like Fem and I work hard all the time and then you know people listening might feel guilty that they're going to go out for drinks with their friends tonight like I did that last night I went out for drinks we last night <laughs> <laughs> you should make time for that sort of thing it is important and all of those things come together to like form the person that you are so it is important to put time into the the life things yeah totally and you never know like if you meet new people and make new friends they could come handy in your side projects one day, you know. Maybe you meet some people that are in the same industry as you and you collaborate on something or, you know, that's just an example. So, yeah, I think the experiences that you have in life can be very important to the role of your side projects. So this is us giving you permission to not feel guilty about going off and enjoying yourself. Yes, definitely. Make the most of it. On the other hand, too, I think it's just about, you know, really taking a close look about what you're doing and realizing when you're not doing enough. Like if your side projects aren't moving along as far as you'd like them to, if you're not putting enough time into them, you'll know that when you look at them and maybe you're disappointed that your audience hasn't grown or something. Well, maybe that's a sign you need to put more time into your side projects because, you know, that could happen on the other side too. And especially when you're first getting started with side projects and getting into that hustle mindset, it is quite a shift to be going from, you know, just doing the work that you're being told to do to doing work that you're telling yourself to do in a way. Mm. So just be hard on yourself and take a critical look at your life and what you're doing. Like Fem and I have mentioned that we can see when we need to spend some more time hanging out with our friends, for example. So take a close look at what you're doing and how you're spending your time and make sure that there's a balance in there that works for you and still means you get everything done. Yeah, and if you're finding that difficult, maybe remind yourself where you want to be later in life. Like, for example, for me, I sort of have this like life goal, I guess, where I want to work really hard now and sort of like enjoy relaxing later in life. And so that for me is like a good reminder if I'm sort of falling behind on something or not feeling like I'm doing enough, then I can kind of remind myself of that and try and like look at myself now with a perspective of like 
10 years from now, you know, like trying to look back at back at today from the future and like thinking, am I working hard enough? Could I have done more? Should I have been doing less? And kind of looking at it that way could potentially be a good way to motivate you to to do more if you're falling a little bit behind. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think maybe look at your day and how you're spending your time from the perspective of your future self and ask yourself if your future self will thank you, you know, for how you spent your day. Yeah, (laughs) that is so much of a better way of putting it. I wish I could have said it that well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you explained it well enough, I think. (laughs) Also, don't beat yourself up if you can't get everything done. Like, you know, for people who are motivated, as I think most of the people who listen to this podcast are, that's, you know, why you're listening to it. We always feel like there's something more to be done and that's both a good and a bad thing. It means we're super motivated and we push ourselves, but don't let it get you down when you don't finish everything that you want to because sometimes it's just not possible. We only have 24 hours in a day. You're only human, right? Yeah, you're only human. Thanks for everybody who tweeted in some tweets for this episode. It's super cool to hear other people's thoughts on this. Yeah, it's it's good to know too when other people are struggling with the same things we are. It's, you know, just nice to hear that we're not alone. And I'm sure that you guys listening to this podcast think that also. So where can people go online to find the podcast, Charlie? You can head to designlife.fm and there you'll find all of the show notes, the links to the things that we've talked about in this episode, as well as all of our past episodes so you can catch up on any you may have missed. You can also head to our Twitter to be involved in future discussions like we've had about this work-life balance. And our Twitter handle is at designlife.fm. And next week we're going to be talking about how to attract the right type of clients. So if you are a freelancer, this is probably going to be, well, hopefully it will be an interesting episode for you where I'm going to touch on a little bit about how I try and attract the right clients and Charlie's also going to weigh in with her opinion. Yeah, and I think it'll also be really interesting to hear for people who maybe haven't started freelancing yet but are wanting to in the future. So Yeah, true. Cool. Well, see you in episode 13, Charlie. See you next week. Bye. Bye.